Gemara Yoma Daf Dalid. Masikl has been dedicated anonymously for couples that need children. They should be zochet as ahaya vekayama amenkin yiratzon. We are on Gemara Yoma Daf Dalid, and we are right on the top line. So we're in the sugya over here that is discussing the source of how do we know that they would mafrish the Kohen Gadol seven days before Yom Kippur. So we actually had a mahloket uh, on the previous Amud. Do we learn it from the Milu'im or do we learn it from Har Sinai? And uh, the Gemara then gave some uh, other alternate uh, explanations to this uh, to this inyan. We also said it applies to para aduma as well. That mafrishim et akohen asurif et para shivati amim seven days before the the process. So the Gemara now comes along and says, Amar le Rabbi Yohanan. So Rabbi Yohanan comes along and he tells the Shlakish. What did Rabbi Yohanan say? Rabbi Yohanan, right, he learned it from the Meluim. So he says, That I learned the source of Yom Kippur from Meluim. Hainu detanya ze vaze mazin alav. Called Shiva Mikol Hataot Shayusham, the Havai Name Hazaa, the Miluim. So we have a statement that says that when they would mafrish the Kohen before Kippur, during those seven days, as well as being mafrish the Kohen for the Paraduma, they would actually sprinkle uh, the Kohen for seven days from all the Paraadumas that already existed. They would mix the effort up. The custom was they would take from the effort of Moshe Rabbeinu and then the subsequent ones, they would leave a little and they would mix them all up and they would sprinkle them every day with all of them, it sounds like. So there was a hazaah. So they didn't just sit in this room for seven days in the Shkat Peredrin. They, they, they sprinkled them every day. Why? Just in case maybe he was netma betumat met and maybe each day is the seventh or the third day so therefore, they covered it up, so they sprinkle him for all seven days, so by the time he gets to Kippur, he's 100%, but out a shadow of a doubt, pure. Now, where would they get that from? They got it from Miluim. Because the tradition was that during the Zayin Yemeh Miluim, they also sprinkled Aharon, and not, not with Para Aduma. They didn't have Para Aduma yet. But, but it was a Haza'ah. So that's where Yohannes said, I'm very good. Just like there was a Haza'ah by Milu'im, that's why we say there was a Haza'ah by Kippur. The analogy is very good. But according to you, the Shlakish, the Yalaft Messinai, the Marah says, you learned about Messinai. What was Har Sinai? That just like Moshe Rabbeinu had to be Pore seven days or six days before he goes to up. So you see what, when you go into Mahane Shekhinah, you need to have a Perishah. So too, before Kippur, you're going into Mahane Shekhinah to the Kodesh Kodashim, so you need a Perishah, no problem. However, Hazza'ab Sinai Mi Havai. But we know that the Kohen, they were Mazeh. Where are you learning that from? There was no Hazza'ah, the Gebra is asking at Har Sinai. So the Gebra says, Ammar So the Shlakish comes back to the Buhanan. And he says, wait, Vilita'amech Miniha? And according to you that learns from Miluim, are you okay? Bimiluim dam hachamayim. It's not the same hazaah. In the Miluim, they were sprinkled with blood. I don't want to sprinkle with blood. In, in Kippur, it's mayim of Eferapara. So even according to you, the analogy is not exact. That's not a question. Lakashya. Litani de bihiya. Niknesumayim tahadam. Fine, Mayim replaced Dam, which means they didn't have Paraduma yet. So therefore, now we have Paraduma, the Mayim took place in the Dam, no problem. Back to the question, according to the Shlakish. 
How did you know Hazaa by Yom Kippur? And it was the Hazaa at Har Sinai? There wasn't. Amar le ma'ala be'alma. He said, it was a ma'ala. It's not minadin. It's not minat Torah. It's bedra banan. Ma'ala be'alma. That we did. Lichbod hayom. Lichbod de para aduma. Therefore, it's a ma'ala. We don't have a source from Har Sinai. It's a ma'ala. Fine. Look at both, both. That's what she says. Both. Ma'ala be'alma be'para ke'da'amran u'biyom kipurim l'chbod k'nisat mahane shekhina. We said already by para ma'ala in order to compensate the kulot that we had. So that we want to do ma'alot. This is one of the ma'alot that we did by para do ma'an yom kipur because of ma'alat hayom. The day itself is a special day that deserves to have extra, you know, extra, extra items. Okay, rabotai. Just read the Rashi, how we know there was Hazaa during the Zayin Miluim. Read the Rashi, Dahabai Name Hazaa. Beperisha, the Miluim call Shibad Echtib, Bayaz Al Aharon, Vigomer Uchtib, Shibat Yamim Yimale Etiadam, call Shiba Asalahem Kehok Yom Harishon. Okay, so that's a, that's a source. Very good, we can continue. Tanya Kibatid Rabbiuhanan. Tanya kibbated Rish Lakish. We have Beraitot to support both Rabbi Yohanan and Lakish together. Rabbi Yohanan's Mekor for Perishah's where? Miluin. Rish Lakish's Mekor for Perishah's where? Harsidai. And we have Beraitot to support both. Tanya kibbated Rabbi Yohanan. Bezot Yavo Aharon El Kodesh. Bezot, with this, Aharon will come into the Kodesh. Now, Rashi tells us, Bezot, Oh, so therefore, this, this Pasuk is extra, as we're going to see. So the Gemara is going to be Doresh, that Bezot, uh, that we said somewhere else, Aharon will come into the Kodesh, the Yom Kippur, or Paraduma. Bema she'amur be'inyan. Meaning, bezot, with the item that we mentioned above. Bezot, with that item. Which item? Be'inyan, mayhi, what inyan is it? Be'inyan de milu'im. The inyan of milu'im. Uma amur be'inyan amilu'im. What did it say by milu'im? That you're saying, Aaron has to do it somewhere else. Aaron pides shiv'ah v'shimesh yomehad. What did he do? Aaron in the milu'im was poresh. Seven days, and then he served on the eighth day. He served one day. Why did he give him the seven days? What were they doing during these seven days? In order to train him to do the avoda. So the pasuk is saying, Bezot, with that item of the Miluim, Yavo Aharon on Yom Kippur into the Kodesh. With the same, the same system. The Afle Dorot, Kohen Gadol Poresh Shiva. The Kohen Gadol separates seven. So that is the Mekor. Ushne Talmidei Hachamim. Metalmidav Shil Moshe. And they separate two Talmidei Hachamim from the traditional Talmidei Hachamim. Talmidav Shil Moshe. And they bring him into the Lishkat Pedadrim. La'apuket Tzidukim. As opposed to the, to the Tzidukim uh, tradition. Muslim law kol shiv'ah. And they put him there with the Kohen Gadol for the seven days. Why? Because obviously we learned that uh, they had a different tradition. The Sidukim would bring the ketoret outside and then they would bring it when it's smoking already. And we held, no, you got to smoke it inside. So we dropped the ketoret on the coals inside the Kodesh Kodesh. They would drop, they would pour it outside. So if you have a Tzeduki teacher to go in Gadol, they teach them the wrong tradition. So we have Tamidav Shil Moshe, meaning the traditional Tamidav Chamim, and they would be there. Mikan Amru, Shiv'at Yamim Kodim Yom Kippurim, Mafrishin Kohen Gadol Mebeto, like we said in our Mishnah, Lilishkat Parhedrin. Ukshem Shemafrishin Kohen Gadol, Kak Mafrishin Kohen Asoref et Apara, Lilishkat, Sheal Penehabira. And we said that that is in the Tzafona Mizracha, in the northeast. Whether it was Yom Kippur, 
ואחזה, whether it's פרה אדומה, מזין עליו כל שבעה, they sprinkle him all seven, מכל חטאות שהיו שם. From all the חטאות that were there. Now, I want to read the Rashi on the fourth line now. Read the Rashi on the fourth line. He explains to us, what do you mean, so מכל חטאות שהיו שם, from all the פרה אדומה, אז Rashi. מכל פרה ופרה היו נותנים כסת למשמרת מן האפר בחייו. Look at that. So they used to save. From each פרה אדומה, they would save a little of the, the effort. So they had uh, from each one. Right, they didn't have to save it. It just it never ended. It was a miracle, uh, miracle ash. Ve'im tomar, the Gemara continues, b'miluim dam ha'kamayim. Wait, you tell me that they made hazaah for seven days. And the ha'orah, the hazaah from the miluim was dam. And here we're doing it with Mayim, no problem. Amart, we said already. Nechnesu mayim tachat dam. The water substituted the blood. Ve'omer, now we have another pasuk. Ka'asher asa bayom hazeh, like we did on that day. Siba Hashem la'asot lechaper alechem. This is the pasuk we saw already. And what is it? It's by Miluim. And what does it say? La'asot elu Ma'aseh para, that Ma'aseh para is also, there is a hafrasha. Lechaped, elu Ma'aseh Yom HaKippurim. Good, now we don't know why we need this extra derash. We already have a derash from, uh, from before. So what, 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 what would you have to do this? What is the Ve'omer coming more to tell me? We have Bezot. He told me Bezot. Fine, we'll, we'll hold that off question for a second. The Gebarah says, before we go further, בזאת יבוא אהרון אל הקודש, בפער בין בקר לחטאת בעיר לעולה. The simple פשט בפסוק is, with this אהרון should go into the קודש on יום כיפור, with these קורבנות. So the פסוק is needed already for, the, for, for, for itself. When, when are you allowed to make a derasha? When you say the word is extra, superfluous, or, it's not extra this word. What do you want the פסוק to say? The פסוק has to tell me, אהרון's got to go into the קודש with these קורבנות. You need the בזאת for itself, that what? בפער בין בקר לחטאת, ועיל, לעולה. יאמרה סז, אמרה, אי לקורבן נחודה. If it was just coming to tell me the deen of the קורבן, למכירה בזה. He could have said בזה, או באלה. מהי בזאת? That's considered extra. שמעת מינה, תרתה. That comes and teaches me both. It comes and teaches me both. Now, why? So read Rashi, מהי בזאת? לשון נקבה, פר ועיר דכתיב בתרא, לאו נקבות הן. זה הבעיה. זה בזאת. עכשיו, פר ועיר הן לא נקבות. אז זה הבעיה שזה לא נקבות. אז בזאת צריך להגיד לי משהו שזה נקבה. שמע מינה. בעניין מילואים ופרישה לשון נקבה. הפרישה היא נקבה. אז בזאת פרישה, זה מה שאני אומר. Nekeva. If it was just for the Qurban, it would have used the masculine. Zeh or Elle. The fact that he was the feminine, so Bezot must be talking about Pirisha. That with this Pirisha, meaning Bezot, Be'a Yavu Aroma Bezot. Kemoa Pirisha Be'miluim. Bezot, with that Pirisha, Yavu Aroma Lakodesh on Kippur. Yabara says, and Qurban. You can't, you can't take the Pasuk out of its... Uh, you know, pshat, but the nekeva is coming to Miramez to the pirisha shehi nekeva. Maybe it's two korbanot and korbanot is nekeva. They're both in there. It's not going on the way. Can we explain that? I mean, the Gemara didn't, so I, I'm assuming. You're asking, well, what, 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 why, why is it not going on korbanot? Yeah, korbanot, right? Like, okay, nice, uh, nice ara. Mai ve'omer. Now, the Braita quoted another Pasuk, our Pasuk, by Miluim. They tell me what? La'asot lechaper. La'asot ze epara. They teach me in Hatrasha. And lechaper is Kippur. I don't need that Pasuk. We have from Bezot. Mai ve'omer. Vechi temagos, you might have thought. Yom ha'kippurim kama hu deba'e pedisha. כדאשכחן במילואים. 
that you might have thought that what? Maybe the first Yom Kippur, the first one, after the Miluim, needs a haflasha. But maybe the subsequent Yom Kippurim does not. Aharon, the first Kohen, he needs Perisha. But maybe subsequent Kohanim do not. No. I would have thought maybe it's only Aharon. So therefore, maybe it's only Aharon. Second Pasuk says, no, it's not only Aharon, it's all the subsequent Kohanim. So by the way, all this long Braita is an ayat to Rabbi Yohanan that says the source of Perisha is Midluim. Tanya Kivatid Rishlakish. Okay, now we have a bright that support Rishlakish that the source of Perisha is Har Sinai. Moshe Ala Be'anan. Venit Kase Be'anan. You know what, Abotai? I want to get Pesukim just so I can have him in front of me. I have a pesukim in front of you also, it wouldn't hurt. I don't have a pesukim on the side. Might as well learn it once and for all. These pesukim over here. Something so famous like Har Sinai, and it's subject to such a mahlokar over here, that's unbelievable. <laughs> Okay, sounds like an easy pasuk. Let me first. Moshe Rabbeinu went on the mountain, Har Sinai. Okay, and the Anan covered the mountain. kevod Adonai al Har Sinai. The glory of God uh, covered. Rested on Har Sinai, Vaychasehu he Anan, Sheshet Yamin. Oh, Vaychasehu. This word here is the contention, and it covered it. Vaychasehu. It covered it. The Anan covered it. Vaychasehu. Now, who, who, what is the Vaychasehu? It can either be one of two options: either the Anan covered Moshe, or it covered the mountain. Those are going to be the options but it says so here's where we see there was a six day item at Ar Sinai and then God called to Moshe on the Yom there's two ways to learn this Pasuk I'll just give you the uh, outside first then we'll see it inside one way to learn this pasuk is that this is talking about on Rosh Chodesh Sivan. When they came to Rosh Chodesh Sivan, so now what happened? The Anan came to Har Sinai, and uh, six days they were there, and then on the seventh day, which according to the opinion that says Matan Torah was on the seventh day, there's an opinion like that in Masechet Shabbat, we learned. So the pasuk is very, very good. Moshe Rabbeinu did not have any pirisha, if you learn like that. Moshe Rabbeinu was not, doesn't say anyway, he was in the thrash. The mountain had a cloud on it for six days. And then on the seventh day, God called Moshe, Baruch Abba, and uh, he went up and, uh, to get the Torah. Bechaseh was the heart. Very simple. And that happened in the first six days. And you can't say that the first six days there was a pirisha by Moshe Rabbeinu, because we know he was not put it, because he kept on going up and down, talking to the people. So there was no Pirisha in the first six days. Pirisha would mean he was uh, sequestered somewhere. He wasn't sequestered. He went up the mountain, down the mountain, right? Every morning he came down the mountain, Hagbala, he was giving them more laws. So if you go with that theory, that Bechaseh was on the mountain, the mountain was covered with a cloud for six days, no problem, the first six days of Sivan. On the seventh day, which we're going to hold as Matan Torah, according to this opinion, on Yom HaShiv'i, the problem with it, if you go with this uh, Mahalach, now this is the, 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 the day that God said, The calling was not to Moshe. The calling was to all Israel. 
everybody heard that. Okay, Hashem Nohecha, and it sounds like this was a private uh, conversation. By Klayel Moshe, Mitoka Anan, Moshe. This was to everybody. So we're going to have to squeeze and say By Klayel Moshe to represent Klay Yisrael to come. And it doesn't mean only Moshe; it's everybody. That's the Dohak over here. But then you have to put that in. That's one Mahalach in the pasuk. Another Mahalach in the pasuk. No, 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 no. This pasuk over here is not talking about. Uh, the first six days of uh, of Sivan. Meaning it covered Moshe. Meaning it enveloped him. That's the sequestering. That's the Pirishah. The cloud sequestered him. Put him in a, in a bubble of clouds of Kedushah. For six days. When? It cannot be the first six days of Sivan as we said. He was busy with coming up and down giving them the laws of, of, of Agbalah. So this must have been after, after Matan Torah, which means Matan Torah, let's say, uh, was on the sixth day. Let's just say, according to this opinion, we'll see why you have to say that, but let's say it's the sixth day, because Mahlokan, Matan Torah was on the sixth day, the seventh day. Sixth of Sivan. After that, Bori Olam told Moshe, okay, now you got to come up and get the Torah. 40 days, 40 nights. Bori Olam said, hey, before you come up, you need to be, okay, come up to the Shekinah, just like that. So you need Pirisha. You need a Pirisha for six days. That means on the 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th uh, of uh, Sivan, Moshe Rabbeinu was, was Poresh. And on the 7th day, not the 7th day of Sivan, the 7th day of his sequestering, 13th of Sivan. the 13th of Sivan, Bari Olam said, Baruch Abba. And it works very nice. But he cried in Moshe. It's Moshe. It's not Christ. Who went up to Har Sinai? Moshe Rabbeinu went up. So the Pasuk, they were... The problem with this uh, Dirash is, this, this, this version, is we know that Moshe Rabbeinu came down 40 days later from when he got the Torah on the 17th of Tammuz. That's not an argument. He came on and then he broke the Luchot. Now here, you, you pushed up the, the, the schedule by six days. So that means it comes out according to this. He didn't come down to the 23rd of Tammuz. Mm. That doesn't work. The answer you're going to have to say is, is that that six days is included in the 40, which is a tremendous hadush. We thought for 40 days he's getting the Torah. It's really 33 days he was getting the Torah, or 34 days, and six days he was, uh, you know, getting ready for the Yafrazah. Uh, That's the two interpretations of how you learn this. Pasuk. Now that you have that hakdama, had a notice pasuk. Now let's read it inside. Let's see if it. More than hakdama, it's a whole sugai. On the hub. After after six. No 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 no. Before you go. No, before he gets to the hub, he has to make the hafrasha. He's going now to talk to shekinah on the hub, so you need it before. Tanya kibated rishlakish. Okay, now what what does rishlakish hold? Sequestering is done from Har Sinai. Moshe ala be'anan. Moshe Rabbeinu went up in Anan. V'nitkase be'anan. Oh, and he himself was covered by the Anan. V'nitkadesh be'anan and was sanctified, consecrated by the Anan. K'deh lekabel Torah li'Yisrael be'kedushah. That means there was a sequestering of Moshe here. Ishtakish is saying, who was covered by Chasehu is who? Moshe. Moshe. And as I told you, it cannot be that he was sequestered the first six days of Sivan. Because we know he wasn't. He was going up and down. Ela, that sequestering must have taken place after Matan Torah. Shine Iman, here's the pasuk. Vayishko nashev al-ar Sinai. Zehayam ma'aseh achar aseret berot. Ah... This happened after the Ten Commandments, before he went up to get the Torah. Which is the beginning of the 40 days Moshe Rabbeinu was sequestered. Now let's read Rashi to give me the sheet. This is right. That's going to be a Galili. Now let's read uh, Rashi. Kilomar. But you can't say that when it says by Chasehu, it was the Har that was covered, and not Moshe. Right, and then in the six days that we're talking about over here were the first six days of Sivan. 
And maybe there was no pidisha at all. You can't say all that. Why can't you say it? Right. The first six days, the first six days was no pidisha. It was going up and down the whole time. So you can't say that the pidisha was then. Uh, this ma'aseh happened after the Aseret de Berot, which means after Vav Sivan. What happened? Bore Olam said, sequester yourself for six days, then come up and get the Torah. Beautiful. How do you know? How do you know from the Pasuk uh, that this is referring to after? I said the brot could be it's before. The Gemara will prove it as we said already. Rabbi Akiva Omer back to the Gemara. Vayishkon kevod Hashem. Different way of learning. When did the Shechina come down and cover every the mountain? Mirosh Chodesh. From Rosh Chodesh. Vayichasehu he'anan lehar. And it covered not Moshe. It covered the mountain. Vayikra el Moshe. Well, we have a problem, but. That means, what happened? So the first six days, there was no sequestering. You don't need sequestering. And that's why you can't learn sequestering from Har Sinai. Because according to the Akiva, it didn't happen. The Shakish will hold like, the will say, a Galili. Fine. Only problem is, according to the Akiva, if you tell me that the mountain was covered the first six days, <coughs> and then what? On the seventh day, which means, let's say, the seventh of Sivan, God is going to give now the Ten Commandments, that's not to Moshe. That's to everybody. So the Gemara asks, So you have to say, Moshe is It's Moshe v'chol Yisrael omdim. It means Moshe and kol Yisrael. So why didn't you say, why Moshe? It should say, Vayikra el Moshe v'chol Yisrael. Ve'lo ba'gadum elo l'chalek kavod l'Moshe. That's kavod to Moshe. Moshe Rabbeinu was representing Kaisel. That's his explanation. Now let's go back to the Shi on the Amud Rishon. To get the B Akiva. The B Akiva Omer. Right. Uh, this is the opinion the B Akiva will hold. Matan Torah was on the seventh day. Seventh of Sivan. It's a Mahlokan anyway in the Gemara uh, Shabbat. This is going like uh, his opinion. There was no perisha at all according to Rabbi Akiva. They're not. The first six days, we know Moshe Rabbeinu was not put She was coming up and down. And there's nowhere in the text that says there was a perisha according to Rabbi Akiva after that said the Berot. Got the two ways of learning this pasuk about that? Continue. The B. I'm sorry, we continue now. The B. Natan Omer. Now, this is another opinion. Lo Katuf Ela Lemarek Achila Ushtia Shebemeav Lasumo Kemal Ache Asharet. Oh, which means the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu needed to be Poresh for six days. What was the reason for it? So Rabbi Natan says, in order, he can't come up to Tal Sinai to get the Torah with food in his stomach. So in order to remove the food and the drink from his stomach, that takes already seven days or six days, until he's like a malach. Now you're like a malach, Maruch you're welcome. So he holds like Rabbi Yosei Rabbi Natan, that there was a pity shah. He's just telling you what's the... What's the reason for this pedisha? Vida she, the malik, the clean akila ushtiya. Rabbi Natan sabarla kirabi yoseha gilili, the pedisha le moshe havai. Achlol el mod mikan pedisha le sha'al hadechnasim amachanesh. What he argues is, is that you cannot learn from Moshe's pedisha to other, to Kippur. Because Moshe Rabbeinu's pedisha was unique to Moshe, not because he was going to Ma'ajechina. He needed to be marek himself from Achila Ushtiya to prepare himself to receive the Torah. So you can't say, well, if he did it, everybody should do it. That's a separate thing from Moshe Rabbeinu. He was receiving the Torah. It was a miruk that is exclusive to Moshe. So Rabbi Natan agrees there was a pidisha. He just holds that you can't learn from this pidisha to other, uh, other situations. 
בשישה ימים הללו מתמלכה אכילה של מעיים להיות מלאכי השרת, אבל בעלמא לא בעינן מלובי. I saw a beautiful, um, beautiful uh, 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 perush over here. I forget where it's from, but there's a Rambam. The Rambam writes that in Hilchot Shavuah, that if somebody makes a Shavuah or a Neder, Shelo Ochal, I will not eat for seven days, that's considered Shavuat uh, Shab, because a person cannot go seven days without eating. But the Rambam doesn't bring a a proof for him. So they bring the proof from here. Because what happens if the six days without eating, then already you're a malach, because the seventh day already, you can't go. So therefore the fact is that Moshe Rabbeinu needed six days, so six days you're a human, six days you can go. Once you get to the seventh day, and you're still not eating, you're not human anymore. That already you, you have left yourself up. So let me get ayat harabam from this, uh, this Gemara. The Gemara continues... רב מתיה בן חרש אומר, לא בא הכתוב, אלא לאיים עליו. The pasuk is coming to Tamboshe, you need to make פרישה. This is like Rabbi Yosei Gili also. The Matya agrees to Rabbi Yosei Gili that it was a פרישה במשה, but for what purpose? לאיים עליו, to, to impress upon him, or to... Instill fear. Instill fear is the right word. כדי... Torah has to be given with ema, fear, rete, trepidation, ziyas, sweat. The service of God has to be done. But at the same time, gilu That's to be a, a combination of gilu, but ra'ada. Now where's the gilu over here? My begilu ber'ada. That's Gilu ben Adah. Now where is the Gilu? I guess the Gilu is Matan Torah itself. The giving of the Lord is, is Gilu. What does it say by Torah? So at that time of Mesamechelev, when you're getting this unbelievable joy called the Gilu, the Torah, but that's the Ben Adah. So you see what? The Torah is Gilu. Torah is Simha. Torah is... Happens. Here we have the custom, remember we learned the Masechet Berachot, Pasuk, that we break the glass at the wedding. Why? Gilu ben Ada. Yes, a wedding is called Sasson, called Simcha, called Hatav, called Kala, Gila, Rina, called Gila. Gila, Ada. So the breaking of the glass, nothing to do with Yerushalayim. It's just to put some fear into the people when you break a glass. It's like uh, you feel bad. Hala, you broke a glass. So it puts the person into a little Ada. Bimai kamifligi. Rabbi Yoseh Gilili bin Rabbi Akiva. Oh, let's go back. So we have a fantastic mahlokan over here between two Tanaim, Rabbi Yoseh bin Rabbi Akiva. And what's the mahlokan? Uh, what is the mahlokan? How to learn the Pesukim of Moshe Rabbeinu. Was there a Pedisha by Moshe? Or was there not? Rabbi Yoseh Gilili says, yes indeed. And the Pedisha happened after Asid the Berot, Kodem Matan Torah. And when is Rabbi Akiva? She says, no, lo ayah perisha. What's the pivot of the mahlok? What's the yisod of the mahlok? Yamara says, b'flukta dehane tanaeh. It's another mahlok. The tanya, b'shisha b'hodesh nitna Torah l'Israel. One opinion says the Torah was given on what? The sixth of Sivan. Right? It's a b'firush p'zmon. Rabbi Yosei Omer b'shiv'a bo. Rabbi Yosef comes along and says, what? On the seventh. Well, okay. Ayin Sham, Masechet Shabbat, Perek, Rabbi Akiva. Man the Amar. unbelievable. You kept the Tehillim yesterday? Look at the Rashid. Rashid tells us, Man da amar b'shisha. If you hold b'shisha, sixth siban, b'shisha nitna. Torah was given on the sixth. B'shiv'a ala. And the next day, he went up. And therefore what? It's very good. The pasuk can be read straight. Pasuk should be read like this. Vayal, vayishkon, kevod Hashem al-Har Sinai. By chaseu, the mountain, 
The first six days of Siban. And then what? On the sixth day we got the Torah. Vayikra el Moshe bayom shibi'i. No, no. No, no. Vayikra Moshe. Yeah, very good. Vayikra el Moshe bayom shibi'i. Come up, Baruch Abba. Come up, come up. He called Moshe privately to come up on the seventh day back to receive the Torah for 40 days. It worked out perfectly. So that's the opinion that said there was no sequester. But if you hold that the Torah was given on seven, mm-hmm. oh, you have to say, same day he went up. Good, like it says, he called to Moshe on the seventh day. So it's not the next day, it's the same day. Okay, so now the Gemara says, the Biyose Gilili that says there was sequestering. Yuri, he says the Torah was given what? Uh, on the sixth day. So this must have been what? You can't say that it was given on, that the Torah was given, uh, 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 this is going on, uh, that there was a sequestering after the Aser Deberot. As it says, Beautiful, perfect. Moshe is good. After the six days of sequestering, after the Aser Deberot, Moshe of what? Shvi'i of the Pirisha, of the 13th of Siban, which was the seventh day of sequestering. That's the point? Mm-hmm. That's where you're good? The Gemara says, Because if you're going to tell me, Good, first six days the mountain was covered. What do you mean? And God called Moshe the seventh day for what? To get the Ten Commandments. They got it the day before. <laughs> so therefore, here's the key point of this, of this opinion. How do you explain If you hold that that's what Matan, I said the Berot, can't be. Because if you hold that Matan, I said the Berot was on the sixth. So this, 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 the only way this can work is, is this must have been after I said the Berot. Means I said it was on the sixth. Then Moshe Rabbeinu sequestered seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. On the thirteenth of Sivan, which is the seventh day after sequester, that's the way that Rabbi Yosef will learn. Right, the Gemara's part of the Gemara's question, which means, uh, how can you tell me that we called him on the seventh day? He already called him on the sixth day. There was no more Anan anymore. Once, once the Torah was over, the Anan left Sinai. So therefore, must be that that Vayikra El Moshe B'Yom Shvi is after I said the Berot. Rabbi Akiva, Sabar Lak Rabbi Yosef, Damar B'Shiva B'Chodesh Netna Torah L'Yisrael, and he says what? No, just go read the pasuk straight. First six days the mountain was covered, not Moshe. Vayikra Ela B'Yom Shvi. Shvi'ish what? Shvi'ish El Sivan. Very simple. There's no sequestering. The pasuk is glad. Good. Bishlama de Rabbi Akiva. Hainu de Mashkahata, Bishavasa, Betamud, Stabiru, and Luhot. Now we got an issue here. We got to count 40 days from when he went up, and it's got to land on Shavasa Betamud. That we know. Shavasa Betamud, Stabiru, and Luhot. So simple math. Yamara says, well, if he got the Torah on the 6th, according to Akiva, I got it on the 7th, actually. And he went up on the 7th. So therefore, how many days do you have left of Sivan? Sivan. You have 24 days left to Sivan. Counting the 7th. Counting the 7th. You have to count part of the day. Mm-hmm. And he'll come down on the 17th to make 40 days complete. Whatever, whatever time he left on the 7th, he'll come back down that same time on the 17th. So it's 40 complete. Right. Point is you have 24 days of Sivan. The Shitsar, the Tammuz, and 16 of Tammuz, there's your 40, and it comes down on Sivasa. Malulu Arbaim Yomim. 
דהבה בהר. ובשבשל בתמוז נחית. אני קיים לנו את הסבנטית, ואתה ותבינו לנוחות. באמת, זה עושה פרפקטלי. אלא רבי יוסי גלילי, דאמר שישה דפרישה, that Dora was given on the sixth. And then you had what? Pirisha until the twelfth. And then he went back on the thirteenth. He went up on the thirteenth. Hold it. You, you, now you have to add six days. So see, he didn't break the law until the twenty-third of Tammuz. So continue. The Pirisha, ve'arba'in de'ar ad esrin utlat betamuz. It's going to take you to 23 of Tammuz, six days later. Lo itbur luchot. And that can be. Because everybody agrees, shtabru al-luchot, and yedzayim betamuz. So Gemara says, we can answer that. We can answer, exactly, it's included. Amar lechana biyosea gelili, arba'im dehar behadish ishad defrisha. Big hadush. So he wasn't getting the Torah for 40 days. Part of the 40 days was... The Pirisha, which is a tremendous lesson over here. That the Hachana for Torah is Torah itself. Why do we say he went up to get Torah 40 days? We should say, Laman Damar 40, Laman Damar 33. <coughs> no, no, no. Because the lesson over here is that the Hachana, which we're going now, the Omer, we're in the Omer. The Hachana for Torah is Torah itself. That is Torah itself. It's not a, the preparations for Torah is... That, that is Torah itself. It's not considered hechsher uh, uh, to get to something. It's considered the 40 days itself. What do you mean? But you weren't learning those days. You were metahating yourself. You were whatever you were doing. That's considered the Torah itself. That's, that's part and parcel. The, the, the counting starts from the <coughs> next day. The day Everybody says it starts from the seventh day, the counting. Issue is, are you counting the sixth part of the 40? Or no, it's 40 straight. Amar Mor. Good. Now we continue. Oh, here we problem. We said above that on the on the day of Matanto, on the day of Asir de Berot, God called Moshe. Now, if you learn that's Asir de Berot day, so it's not only Moshe; it's really Moshe and Ben Israel. So it says Moshe because Yisrael Omdim. It's everybody. Misayalel Rabbi El Azar. The Amar Rabbi El Azar. ביקרן Speaking to him. Now, she says, Why? It should have said, That grammatically is more correct. Nobody heard it. Which means, Elav implies that the Dibud was only heard to him. Gemara says, Kol elav Moshe, meaning again, metive, kol lo, it should have said lo. Actually, it said, it says lo. No. It says elav. It should have said lo. Kol lo. Kol elav, what does it say? Elav, Moshe shama vekol Yisrael lo shamu. So what's the, uh, what's the, uh, what's the, what's the problem over here? Originally, you told me when it says Moshe, it's Moshe v'kol Yisrael. And now you're telling me it's Moshe, but not Yisrael. Make up your mind. When you're telling me when God calls Moshe, is it Moshe v'kol Yisrael? By Hansi, now you told me it's Moshe, and everybody, it, everybody heard it. Not only Moshe heard, I said the Berot. The whole Christ heard it. It doesn't say that in the text. All the text says is, but the Gemara says, no, no, no. Vayikra Moshe means Moshe v'kol Yisrael. Okay, we have another pasuk that also says the same thing. That what? That God called Moshe, and the Gemara says, oh, and he only heard it. Make up your mind. When you call Moshe, is it for everybody, or is it only for him? And here it says, only Moshe. The Gemara says, well, you have to know what time in history you're talking. La kasha. Ha b'sinai, ha b'ohel mo'ed. Bidiyuk. Read that sheet, b'ohel mo'ed. 
At Hasinai, it was public broadcast. Once ready, the Mishkan came, God broadcasted exclusively to Moshe from the Kiruvim. So that's why the call was enough. Very simple. Different times, different points in history. What's this answer? Well, how do you answer this? What's the answer? What is a kiri'ah and what is a dibur? It's true. One pasuk says, Vayikra, one says, Vaydabir. One is loud, and the Jewish people needed a louder. Is that what it is? One's louder, one's uh, a, a stronger broadcast, one's a quieter. Yeah, no, I didn't say Vaydabir is stronger than Vayikra. Is that how we answer? That, read that to me. Just read it. Not refers to calling. This refers to speaking. Twenty. The term calling connotes a louder form of speaking. Alternatively, the call to Moshe was heard by all of Israel, but the content of Hashem's message was audible only to Moshe. I don't know what that means. So give me the answer. By Hasinai, the Jews just heard. Exactly. So everybody heard. I heard the words. So what? 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 It was but so by Yikra they heard. It was everybody, and by the bed over there was what they heard noise, but he heard the actual communication. Ha-bikriya-ha-bidibur. <laughs> Make up your mind. One place it says by the Mishkan, it couldn't go into the Mishkan because uh, Anan was there. But by Hatsinai it says he went into the Anan. No, Borel, I'm going to pull him in. Different. Okay. Debe, the Bishmael Tana. Neemar Khan, Betoch. Neemar, the Anan, Betoch. It says Betoch by Matan Torah, and it says by Kenyat Yamsuf, Toch. Uh, there was a road. Like you see the pictures. You know, you see the the the, the light, the road that was from uh, Harasinai up. So therefore, over there, Borel made him a pathway in order to go up to the uh, Tarsinai. Shvil. There was a road. There was a road. There was a pasuk There was a road. There was a road. There was a you say, He called him and he spoke to him. So here we learn Derek Eretz. Which means, first you tell the guy, I'd like to speak to you. I'd like to have a meeting with you. Okay. Then, then you tell him what it is. You don't tell the guy, see the guy, boom, you start telling the thing. You call him, can, can I speak to you? Can I meet? You have time. Okay. He called him. You don't write away by the bed. You make an appointment. Lemor. Now this is the pasuk. By the bed, Hashem elav meohel moed lemor. Amar Rava minayin leomer davar lechaberu shu bebal yomar ad shiyomar lo lech emor. Shne emar by 
בן אדוני אליו מאוהל מועד לאמור. בגמרא זה רבול אוביה, that when somebody tells you something, the assumption is it's בבל יאמר, that he does not want you to repeat it, unless he tells you explicitly, repeat it. How do we know that that's a דרך ארץ לא? That if you hear something from somebody, the assumption is it's private. Unless he tells you, or you ask him. We know it from this pasuk. What's the proof? I would understand the proof. Uh, well, let, 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 let's, let's read the she first, see how he learned the proof. Wow. Look how she learns the pasuk here. Lemor, he learns it, is like lo lomar, like lo emor. As God's saying, don't say it until I tell you to say it. That's one way of learning it. That's a clever way of learning it. I would have learned it differently. I would have learned the proof is simple. That only because God said lemor, that's why he has the right to say it over. That means without the lemor, you can't. I think the Maharsha says that. It's very simple. Just, just you don't have to lo mar, lo lo mar. Just say. Now the 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 Chaim has whole rules over here on what you're allowed to say over, and not say over. I think they make a diuk. Let's say he says it over in front of already two or three people. So then already it's not private information. That's what the Gemara's midayik minayin lo midavana havero. It's private. But if there's two guys there already, Hafez Chaim says, it's not private anymore. Why would you say it? Once you can say it over to two people, could be you don't have this restriction of the stam, don't repeat. It's private when it's lachabero. Now, the Gebarat says, back to the story. Okay, nice to that show. Now back to the story. Mechlal, meaning the Buhanan v'nishlakish, the Tarvayu Sviran there, miluin kot hakatuv bahem me'akev bahem. Okay, let's go back. Whatever it's said by Miluim, well, those seven days, whatever the process and the procedures were, there's a big mahlokit amongst the hakamim. Are they me'akev or are they not me'akev? Which means if you didn't follow any of those procedures, is it me'akev or not? So the Gemara wants to say, according to the Yohanan and Shlakish, at least, they might have different sources where they learned Pedishah for Yom Kippur. Let's put that on the side. We're discussing now, they all agreed that there were seven days of Pedishah by Miluim. No argument on that. It's a pasuk in the Torah. And they both agree as well that what? That the Inyanim in Miluim are Me'akev. Now again, not everybody agrees with the Shtakish and the Hanan on that. We're going to see the Biharina actually argues and says not everything was Me'akev. Now let's see. The Itmar, Miluim. Rabbi Yohanan and Rabbi Harina. Beauty. Two rabbis. Now we don't know who said what, but we can deduce it. Had Amar, Me'akev. Which is going to be Rabbi Yohanan, by the way. Had Amar, Dabara Me'akev, the Dorot Me'akev Bahim. She Me'akev, the Dorot, and Me'akev Bahim. Rabbi Harina says like this. Some things are Me'akev. Things that are standard, the Dorot, are Me'akev during Miluim. But things that are exclusive to Miluim are not Me'akev. Right Certain things they did in the Miluim that were not normal practice. So the items that are normal practice even after Miluim are Me'akev during Miluim. But the items that are not normal practice after the Miluim are not going to be Me'akev during the Miluim. That's the Bi'anina. Whereas the Bi'anan says everything was Me'akev in. Or, or one rabbi says everything was Me'akev. Now we're going to find out who that rabbi is. Tistayim, let us conclude. How do you know the Gemara doesn't, the Brayta just, or the statement of it just said, Had Amar, Had Amar. How do you know it's the Yohanan that says Me'akev? I'll remind you what we learned in yesterday's daf. You remember in yesterday's daf, Nishlakish, where did he learn Pirisha from? Har Sinai. That was Nishlakish. Where did Yohanan learn Pirisha from? Miluin. So if you remember, the Shlakish told uh, Rabbi uh, Yohanan, ah, you learn from Miluim, so you must hold that the Pidisha, it's Ma'akev. You hold it, because why? Because Miluim, all these things that they did by Miluim is Ma'akev. 
And maybe he asked him that question. He said, well, if that's the case, it's me'akev. Pidishas me'akev. The second Kohen Gadol that they, yeah. that they separate, they didn't put him seven days. Good. That's the question that he asked Rabbi Yohanan. But what was the basis of his question? If you're learning from Milu'im, Milu'im is Ma'akiv. So clearly the Shtaki shows Milu'im is Ma'akiv. And the Bihanan didn't say anything. So the Bihanan must have agreed to that premise. So you see the Shtaki and the Bihanan both say what? Milu'im is Ma'akiv. And that's how you know he's the rabbi in this Ma'alok between the Bihanan and the Bihanina. He must be the one that said Milu'im is Ma'akiv from his no answer on yesterday's daf. I read it inside. Didn't he tell him, if you're learning from Miluin, then it should be Ma'akib. And what was the Bihanan's answer? Nothing. This I am, therefore, conclusive what? That if Bihanan Masod, it is Ma'akib, like the Shakish. So therefore, we prove it. Everybody, meaning the Bihanan, the Shakish, hold, call Mashkatub Miluin Ma'akib. Now, and what does the Bihanan say? The Bihanan says, no. Only things that are lidorot will be ma'akeh. But things that are once in a lifetime items on Miluim, they're not ma'akeh. So the Gebra says, my benayu. What's the case? What's the nafkamina? No. So the Gebra answers, Amar of Yosef, semicha ika benayu. Semicha lidorot is not ma'akeh. Klal. Klal gadol. You have to make semicha an animal. I feel it makes semicha. Not ma'akeh. Oh, so according to the Biyohanan, you had to make semicha during the Milu'im. Anything that's said by Milu'im is Me'akev. Even though it's not Me'akev later on. Milu'im, Me'akev. Whereas the Bihanina will say no. Since semicha is not Me'akev Dorot, it's not Me'akev during Milu'im. The Nafkemina is going to be semicha. Evantem? Now how do you know semicha is not Me'akev? Semicha, Ikabinayhu. Good. If you hold that it's only items, Lidorot, then Simicha is not going to be Ma'akib in Miluin. Why? Because Simicha is not Ma'akib Lidorot. How do you know that? Udorot minanan, delo ma'akeba. How do you know it's not ma'akeb the dorot? Netanya. Besamach bin ritzah. What's the pasuk say? Semicha on the animal. And then bin ritzah means what? You get kapara. Vichi semicha mechaperet? The semicha is not mechaperet. Vahalo en kapara ela bedam. How can the pasuk say? Besamach bin ritzah. Zelo nakot. It should say, V'zarak v'nirtza. So what does it mean, V'samach v'nirtza? Shne'emar, how do we know dam is the mechaper? Ki adam hu benefesh, yechaper. Umat tamud v'samach v'nirtza? Interesting, the rasha here. She'im asa'al l'smicha sh'yerem mitzvah. The guy didn't treat smicha as, as an item. He treated it as a sh'yerem mitzvah, as an extra. It's a humrah. Shirem mitzvah means he can't even do semicha because he said ah, semicha is not ma'akev. It's shirem mitzvah. He treated it like a like a stringency. That means he didn't do semicha. Ma'ale ala b'katuv ki'ilu lo kiper. Really, the Torah should, would want to say this guy should not get kapara. Because what are you doing? You didn't do semicha. But what? V'kiper. But the Torah says even so. Benetzah, which means when the Torah says. V'samach v'nirza. It's as if to say, even though you didn't do it, and really you shouldn't get kapara. We'll give it to you. V'nirza. So what do you see? That simichal l'dorot is not me'akeb. So therefore, contrary to Hanan, he'll hold. I don't care what happens to the dorot. In miluin kol ha'omer b'miluin me'akeb. I don't care what. But the Harinad says no. Only stuff that's ma'akev the dorot is ma'akev miluim. And since simicha is not ma'akev the dorot, will not be ma'akev if you missed it during miluim. Vatem? Rashi? Dabar? She'e ma'akev ahem the dorot, the kamem ha'peresh, she'e ha'ri mitzvah, kilomar, she'lo hashla hashob o'at ha'mitzvah, ve'lo sam... That's what it means. Look, I didn't think it's an item. Ki'ilu lo'chiper... Min ha'mubhar. Right. 
course he gets kapara that she has to say. You got kapara from the dam. So that she has to say, without semicha, you really should not get kapara minamuf hard. You shouldn't get choice kapara. You didn't do it the right way. But still what? Bechipeh. Right. means you got partial kapara, but you're not going to get the full kapara. What do you see, but? It's not me'akeh. Baruch Amen. Amen.